As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Marianne Williamson. In this episode, hear from Kate Vasquez, how discovering human design helped her health and helped her liberate herself from her own fear. So the big question is, how do women over 40 like us keep weight off, have great energy, balance our hormones and our moods, feel sexy and confident and master midlife? If you're like most of us, you're not getting the answers you need and remain confused and pretty hopeless to ever feel like yourself again. As an OBGYN, I had to discover for myself the truth about what creates a rock-solid metabolism, lasting weight loss, and supercharged energy after 40 in order to lose 100 pounds and fix my fatigue. Now, I'm on a mission. This podcast is designed to share the natural tools you need for impactful results and to give you clarity on the answers to your midlife metabolism challenges. Join me for tangible natural strategies to crush the hormone imbalances you're facing and help you get unstuck from the sidelines of life. My name is Dr. Kieran Dunstan. Welcome to the Hormone Prescription Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Hormone Prescription with Dr. Kieran. Thank you so much for joining me today. Really excited to share my guest with you today, Kate Vasquez. I'll tell you a little bit about her. I met Kate at a mastermind Halloween party with JJ Virgin a year or two ago, and I was really drawn to her. And this is the first time I've really had a chance to speak at depth with her. And we discovered that we have so much in common about how we view women's health and energetics and nervous system function and all the things, as I like to say. So we really are kindred souls and super excited to have you here to hear this discussion because it contains some vital information for your health that you're not going to hear everywhere else. Starting with, we're going to talk about something called human design, which isn't something I've talked about on the podcast, but really has been pivotal in me creating the health that I'm enjoying and really could help you as well. So I'm introducing it today. And then actually next week, my human design analyst is going to come on the podcast and really talk nuts and bolts about what human design is and why and how it impacts your health and how you can use it to help improve your health too. But today we are talking with Kate and we're going to give you actually a really close upfront look at how human design is how both of us transform our health. She has some beautiful quotes to share with you. This one from Marianne Williamson that I stated in the teaser is beautiful. We talk about that. We talk about Shakespeare and his view on what makes things good or bad. We have a great quote from Peter Crone that people and circumstances are revealing where you're not free. And so I'm going to invite you to listen to this episode and really take it in and bathe in the energy of it and start to notice where you are not free, where you're not allowing yourself to create the health that you deserve, that's possible for you, what could be some of the blocks in your way, maybe listening to some of Kate's story will help you to start to identify that and listening to the information. So I'll tell you a little bit about Kate and then we'll get started. Kate is a physician assistant, functional medicine practitioner and mindset coach. She's the founder of Radiant by Design. 
She is the author of Estrogen is a Bitch and creator of Enough, Already Enough. She blends functional medicine, human design, and nervous system regulation for a unique approach that cultivates a deeper healing of the mind, body, and spirit. She helps women overcome anxiety, stress, and imbalances in their body to embrace the radiance of who they truly are. So we're going to dive into it with Kate now. Welcome, Kate, to The Hormone Prescription. Hi, Dr. Kieran. Thank you so much. I'm just so honored and blessed to be here. And I'm just really excited for our conversation today. I am too, because you love the same things I love. You love hormones. You love working with women. You love nervous system regulation. And you love human design. These are all things I'm passionate about too. And I'm wondering if you can share everyone with everyone your journey towards discovering all these very unique tools, right? Functional medicine root cause resolution is not the standard and it's not common. How did you discover that? How did you discover that nervous system regulation was important? How did you discover human design and really how it's impacted your health personally and the women that you work with? So if you could share that, that would be awesome. Absolutely. My story really began back in in 2016. I was working as a physician assistant at the time in in an urgent care and just newly, newly married with my husband. And at the time I I looked like I was happy on the outside, but deep down inside, I was really struggling. I was just stressed out, anxious. I had about six to eight migraines a month, a lot of digestive issues, constipation, bloating. I was even taking birth control just to keep my skin clear. And as a newly married couple, it was very challenging that first year because we were still learning a lot about each other. It's like you go from like thinking about yourself to now you have to think about the other person plus I realized I was I was just stuffing all my emotions down. Like I was stressed out at work and I'd come home and then I would sometimes vent it to my husband, but then we'd end up in, in arguments and get triggered. And yeah, it was it was a lot that was happening at that time. And it just got to a point where things were really escalating to the point where I remember this day very clearly in 2016, where I was sitting, my husband and I were sitting on his old, ugly leather brown couch, which is all we had at the time. And uh, I remember him looking at me and just with so much pain and just sadness in his eyes and saying, I don't know how much longer I keep doing this. And when he said that, it just, it tore me apart. Like I was so heartbroken to hear him say that because I'm like, no, this can't be happening. This is my soulmate. And, (laughs) you know, what did I do wrong? What's going on? What, why can I make him happy? Why am I not good enough? You know, all these thoughts were flooding in my head. But deep down inside, I knew like divorce was not an option and I was willing to do whatever it took. And I knew that something needed to change. Something needed to change with my health, something needed to change with my mental and emotional state and something needed to change to, so that way we could, we could save our marriage, you know? And looking back, I, I realized like at that time I needed to take responsibility and that what needed to change was myself. And so my husband at the time, he sent me off to, to Tony Robbins, Unleash the Power Within. And that's when I really learned a lot about mindset and personal development and learned about the limiting belief that I had, which was, I'm not enough. That was basically like running my life and was creating a lot of stress and anxiety at the time. And uh, within a couple of years, I discovered functional medicine. So I dove into that and at the same time, I was starting my certification at, with the Institute for Functional Medicine. I also 
started my own business, my own practice, Radiant Health at the time, because I realized like there was definitely a better way, a different way to not only heal myself, but to help other people. I set out to heal my own issues, improved, you know, my gut issues, healed my my gut. I balanced out my hormones coming off birth control or cortisol. But at the time, I still, even though I physically started to feel better, I still mentally, emotionally wasn't feeling my best. I still was experiencing anxiety and also having migraines at the time. And so, you know, as a entrepreneur and business owner, I had jumped into a couple masterminds over the last couple of years. And, you know, being in a part of those groups, you get a lot of like strategies thrown at you and it's like you're you're told to just like go, go, go and do, do, do. And so I was doing a lot of these things to like really build and grow the business so I can impact more people and serve more people. But at the time, I just, I was so burnt out. I was exhausted and I wasn't even enjoying what I was doing anymore. I felt like I was like back at the urgent care where I'm like, I became a PA and now I'm like not happy. And now I'm like, I started my own business and now I'm not having like, what is going on? You know? So I started learning about nervous system regulation and just diving into the subconscious mind. And I was doing yoga and meditation at the time and doing all the right things, you know, eating healthy, exercise, taking supplements, but it just, it wasn't enough. And so diving into nervous system regulation into the subconscious mind to really uncover like my fears and beliefs and conditioning really helped me to do that. But I think the most pivotal change, the shift that I had was learning about human design. And I don't remember how I came across. I think it was like something on Instagram where it's like talking about human design. And I took the little the quiz or filled out my information and I discovered I was a projector. And when I discovered I was a projector, I was like, oh, what is this? What does this mean? And I realized like as a projector, like I'm here to guide. I'm not here to be constantly doing, to, to be generating or to be initiating things. And that really explained a lot for me, explained a lot as I looked back over my life, like I had been conditioned to be a certain way. And that way just didn't feel genuine, didn't feel authentic to who I was. So it's like when I discovered human design, discovered I was projecting, this is how I was supposed to live my life. It finally gave me permission to be who I am, to be me. Yeah. (laughs) So liberating to be you. And if you're listening and you've never heard of human design, you're probably going, what? What is this? What do you mean? Permission to be me? So can you talk a little bit about what human design is and why someone might want to know their design and how it might help them? What what is it? Basically like your energetic blueprint, (laughs) like how you're designed to, to show up in this world. And certain types are able to generate their own energy. We have, there's like generators and uh, manifestors generating, manifesting generators, but then there's the non-energy types, which are reflectors and projectors. And we're basically here to just guide and, and reflectors reflect back you know, how others are. We're just here to be more of like the support system, whereas the manifestors and generators are the ones taking action and, and, and generating things. And so, you know, for me, understanding my human design just helped me understand how to support my health better. Because, you know, for a projector, we need a lot of rest. And so I started changing, changing how I saw clients, like instead of working from nine to five. Now I work from 10 to four. And in between my clients, I make sure I schedule time in to take take breaks, to rest, especially when I start to feel my energy dip. Because if my energy dips, then I can't show up as my best self and help guide my clients. So 
I've been more in tune with that, but also just winding down before bedtime has been a big, big game changer for me because I used to wake up and just go, go, go from the time I woke up to the time I went to bed. And I realized that was impacting my sleep. And when my sleep's impacted, that impacts my energy and that impacts my health. So so really understanding your design can help you understand, okay, how do I show up? But also it can improve your relationship with others because understanding my design, my husband's design, he's a manifester. He's go, go, go. I'm not. <laughs> so I realized too, like, I want to guide him, but I can't guide him unless he asks me for my advice. And that's also been another game changer because, you know, as projectors, like we're very knowledgeable. We want to help so many people. And I used to give advice and I was met with like resistance and it wasn't well received. And in human design, when that happens, you as a projector experience a lot of bitterness. And I was definitely <laughs> a lot of bitterness because I didn't know, I didn't have boundaries around like, okay, no, I have to wait for someone to ask for my advice because when I received the invitation, it's well received, you know, and people are more likely to be open. And so it's really changed a lot for me as my like who living life as who I am, but also how to better serve my clients and hold that capacity, you know, but also improving my relationship with my husband as well and in my health. So right. And so and and in human design, there there are only four energy centers. And so something that I want everyone listening to just think about, and I am doing an interview later today with my human design analyst, Nancy. So we're going to really get into the nuts and bolts of what is human design and how it impacts your health and how you might want to know your design. And that might help inform you about choices you might want to make that are different from the ones you're making regarding your health. So if if you're a non-energy type, or even if you are an energy type, right? Generators aren't either, they're also not meant to go out and make stuff happen. They're meant to respond to what comes to them. And if you don't realize that, you could expend a lot of energy trying to make things happen. And so if you're operating in a manner that's contrary to your design, basically you're going to have issues. And a lot of times those issues will show up as health problems. So how do you integrate? Well, first, I'm just curious. So what type of projector are you? Because I'm a projector too. And discovering that I'm a 5-1 projector, emotional projector, emotionally defined, really helped me understand a lot of things that I've known about myself my whole life, but I really couldn't grasp or know how to incorporate. Like I'm extremely emotional. Emotional, yeah. Right? And so I didn't understand that. And everybody would look at me and go, gosh, you're so emotional. It's my design. So now I understand it. I can accept it and I can just go, yeah, it's just who I am. So talk a little bit about your design. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm 5-1 projector as well, but my authority is splenic. So I'm very, very intuitive. And (laughs) I used to not listen to my intuition, but when I didn't listen to it, I would always say, I should have listened to my intuition. (laughs) So I've definitely been more in tune in, in listening to that. And yeah, that's what I love about human design. There's something called the authority. So once you understand what your energy type is, whether you're a projector, manifester, manifesting generator, reflector, you know, et cetera, there's the authority. And the authority is just like this this feeling, this sensation, or like in your case, you have this emotional wave. So you don't want to make a decision when like for you, when you're in an emotional wave. And yeah, 
growing up, yeah, the emotional types were told, or yeah, a lot of people are just wondering, like, why are these people so emotional? Like, there's something wrong with them. When in fact, there's nothing wrong with you at all. That's just, that's normal. It's normal. And I think it's beautiful to be able to experience the the variety of emotions. And that's another thing, like, I learned, like, we, we look at emotions as certain things are, emotions are, are bad. But it's like, no, emotions are just you know, our body processing information. And a lot of times we don't allow those emotions to pass. And w- if we stuff them down, they get suppressed or repressed. That's when they start to affect the body and put us into yeah, sympathetic state. So for you, recognizing your emotional wave and knowing like, okay, I'm experiencing this wave right now, not to make a decision because if I make a decision, it's probably not going to be the best decision for me. So once you come out of that wave, now you have more clarity as what is best for you, what person's best for you, what is your next step, what is your next move, what is the best you know, decision. For me, it's just really tuning in because my, my intuition comes very quick. It's a very <laughs> quick, sp- spontaneous like inner knowing and it can be easily missed if I'm not in tune with that, which looking back, yeah, I wasn't always in tune with it, didn't always listen to it. And then the like wishing I had. And so it's just this this inner knowing. Yeah, it's really hard to describe, but it's just this, this sensation that I feel when I know something's right and when I know when something's not right. So having that level of intuition can really affect like your your health. But also as, as projectors, what I th- find fascinating is that because, oh, as since I have this splenic authority, I'm very, very in tune with a lot of different smells. <laughs> So I'm very, very sensitive to smells. And um, like the other day, my husband went and got his hair cut and he told the guy, don't spray his hair. And the guy forgot and he sprayed these toxic chemicals all over his hair. And then I hopped into the car because we were going to go off um, and run errands together. And I couldn't, I couldn't handle the smell. <laughs> and that's very, very typical of, of, of someone with a splenic authority. They're just very sensitive to smells in their environment. And I call it like my toxic my toxin radar. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm just like anything that's, yeah, just like cigarette smoke and yeah, just synthetic fragrances, anything that's not natural. I'm very, very sensitive to. In fact, it's given me migraines too in the past. So, so for me, like really like when I smell something, it's like my instinct is to run away because my body's protecting me, you know? So I think it's, it's a beautiful thing to have and understand like what your authority is because it's 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 meant to to protect you you know and help you when it comes to making the best decision for you like in in every area of your life yes you know and as you mentioned it i have splenic definition also and i have that that toxin radar <laughs> smell also so i have the spleen but i am emotionally yeah. emotional authority and so how do you incorporate that into the work you do with people, how does it help inform how you advise people knowing their human design type? Yeah, that is such a great question. I I love learning about each person because when someone's coming to me and they're experiencing a lot of stress, just helping them to see like, are they living in alignment with who they are? Because if they're not, that's going to generate a lot of stress. That's going to be the reason why they're experiencing a lot of anxiety or depression, why they have a lot of imbalances with their hormones, with their adrenals, with their gut, with their thyroid. And so having that understanding, you know, we can start pulling 
pulling apart like who's their not self because in human design there's that not self theme and that's the theme that's been or the self that's been conditioned from society so really pulling out these pieces and that's where this nervous system regulation and subconscious work comes into play too is just understanding like what are the thoughts they have and what are their beliefs and what are the patterns and conditioning that's not who they are so now when they build that level of awareness now we can move them into embodying who they really are, but also, yeah, taking the concepts, um, the core concepts and like understanding their strategy and understanding their authority and how they're going to show up in their life. Because that's what made the biggest difference for me is like, yeah, other people can make decisions on the go. Like, um, I believe it's manifestors or manifesting generators can decide very, very quickly but sometimes, yeah, for me, I just, I have to tune into my intuition. If my intuition doesn't feel right, you know, even though it may feel right for someone else, I have to listen to that because it's, it's always guiding me. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, using that has been a game changer because it's like, I get to see my client for who they are <laughs> and yes. help them to, to recognize like, this is who they are and it's okay to be who they are. Yeah, I think that's key. And I'm just wondering, because people probably come to you because, you know, I know in functional medicine, probably 80% of our clients are women over 40, because we suffer more than anyone with our health, because we've got those, you know, wireless moving hormones that are changing. And we've just got so many obstacles to navigate as we age. And one thing that I try to help all my clients understand is that it's not just about your physical health. You know, some people say, just tell me the supplements I need to take. Tell me the diet I need to eat. Tell me the exercises I need to do. I don't want to change anything in my life, Kieran. I just want you to tell me those things so I can plug them in and be fine. And I really step back and say, yeah, it's more than that. It's how you're living your life, how you're showing up, how you're making decisions, how you're setting boundaries or not. So do you find that most people are open and receptive to hearing this information or what, what is their reaction? And how do you navigate it if people say, yeah, I don't want to know anything about that, Kate? <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing is, you know, I'm very upfront with, with someone before they, they work with me. And if, if someone's not open, you know, let them, let them know, like, this is a part of the work that I do. And so not everyone is open to that. And and that's okay. You know, I know everybody's on their own journey. And so I work with my clients as, as, as best as I can I meet them where they're at. And sometimes I'm like, okay, if we need to work on the physical things first, we can do that. But um, for the most part, everyone that has worked with me, you know, is really open into diving more because they understand that, yeah, it's not necessarily just the physical healing that needs to happen. There's there's a deeper healing that needs to happen as well, the mental, the emotional piece. And so the clients that work with me, they they really want to get to the bottom and are open and and willing to do whatever it takes, even if that means diving into what's happening with the subconscious mind and helping them to regulate their nervous system and doing things a little bit differently than they've done before, because obviously, you know, what they've done before wasn't working. And so, yeah, they're coming to me to, to get that guidance and see things. And that's another thing as a projector, we see things from a different perspective, these little tweaks, these little changes, little things that they can do that they can add, that's going to, yeah, give them profound effects in their life. Right. 
Yes. I mean, that's something I bet that you've been doing this your whole life and you didn't realize that this was a special gift that you've been given. (laughs) It's like your superpower. Then you can people can come to you and you can really you just see it. Then people are like, oh, my gosh, you're brilliant. But it's just how you're designed. You're designed to truly see people at depth. And one of the things I know you just mentioned, nervous system regulation. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I don't know that that's something that most people are aware of also. So how is that something that you use to help educate clients and guide them and help them to heal? Yeah. So the first thing I ask is, what emotion are you experiencing on a consistent daily basis? Because emotions are basically the language of the body is what Dr. Joe Dispenza likes to say. <laughs> so I'm a huge, huge fan of his work. But yeah, emotions will, will give us a clue as to the state that our bodies are in. And the state I'm talking about is, are we in a sympathetic state or are we in a parasympathetic state? Because I believe like most of us are operating in that sympathetic state, which is that, that fight or flight response. And when we're in that state, you know, most of us are in that state chronically, which is not good it does affect our health long-term because I really truly believe like our nervous system is what's influencing the health, you know, affecting our gut. It's, you know, slowing down the signals affecting our digestion and how we break down and absorb our food and uh, elimination. It's also increasing the signals to, you know, our adrenal glands, ramping up cortisol levels, which can also affect our glucose. And then it's also slowing down the signals to our reproductive organs. So there goes the hormonal issues, you know, and women, especially if they're going through menopause, you know, their hormones already are imbalanced. And so the cortisol is spiked, you know, that's adding even more to the hot flashes. And, and then, yeah, and then there's the immune system. It's also impacting our immune system. So that's where a lot of autoimmune disorders pop up and, when it comes to autoimmune, you know, and actually any issue, really, any imbalances we have and chronic issues, I was thinking about this the other day, I'm like, every like chronic disease, you know, lists all the risk factors. And every single one of these diseases and disorders have stress as a risk factor, but we're not really taught how to adapt to stress. We're not taught how to like master our emotions and how to you know, respond calmly in stressful situations. Instead, we just immediately react because of the conditioning. You know, growing up, my I love my mom, but she was all she was just stressed out and anxious all the time, constantly reacting. <laughs> and that's how I learned, like, oh, like when this happens, freak out, you know? <laughs> yeah. But that's not a healthy stress response. And so when it comes to nervous system regulation, it just started observing like when I'm under stress, what is happening? How, how do I feel, you know, mentally, emotionally, how does my body feel physically? So it's, it's building that awareness and recognizing, wow, I've, I'm like, I'm just constantly in this, this state of fight or flight. And I remember as I was starting to work on this regulation piece, I remember sitting here at my desk as, as we are now and just like tuning in. I'm like, I'm not even stressed out thinking about anything, but my abdominal muscles were really tight. My neck muscles were really tight. My jaw was really tight. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> and I, I realized, I'm like, wow, my, you know, I'm, I'm in that sympathetic state. I'm in that fight or flight state. And so, so just starting to build that awareness and, and tuning in and basically reconditioning my mind and, you know, changing the thoughts that I was having. So I recognized a lot of those thoughts were, were causing my body to go into that state, but also recognizing patterns and, and how I was reacting and starting to train myself to actually respond calmly 
instead of immediately reacting and going into that that fight response because you know with the stress response I, I realized like we all we all respond in different ways there's fight where we automatically go into defensiveness we want to prove we're right you know and and that's where the perfectionism comes in and that's definitely where I used to live you know and, and that needing to be perfect in everything that I did but there's also the flight where when people are stressed out they will distract themselves from feeling a certain way and so they'll use like food or alcohol or even scrolling on social media different things like that just to distract them from feeling a certain way and then there's that freeze response where they just want to completely like they're they're paralyzed they're frozen they completely avoid conflict you know when they're under stress and then there's that fawn type where they go into people pleasing and people that you know excessively apologize and I, there's a statement I, I once read of like, you know, over apologizing is basically saying sorry for just like existing. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, why are we apologizing for just being human and for existing, you know, but we tend to over apologize, you know, for so many things, you know, for whatever reason, you know, because we we feel like we're being a burden, we're, we're being too much, you know, but at the end of the day, it's like, no, that's that fawn stress response. So starting to recognize the patterns can help us start to to regulate our nervous system and recognize like when I respond to stress, is this a healthy response or is it an unhealthy response and and how it's affecting our body. But you know, going back to the emotions, you know, I recognize like when we're experiencing, you know, anxiety and depression and or feeling so in, in human design, I find it fascinating because when we're in our not self being, so for example, generators will experience a lot of frustration manifestors will experience anger, projectors will experience a lot of bitterness, resentment, reflectors, disappointment. And that's because we're in that sympathetic state, because we're not operating in alignment with our design. We're not operating as who we are. And so we're going to experience these, what I call low vibrating emotions, which is our sympathetic state. But if we can switch out of that, you know, into a parasympathetic state, now we're going to experience more love, more happiness, more joy, more peace, more fulfillment. And so the key is to like, okay, how can we get back to that state and experience more of those emotions? Because when we're experiencing more of those emotions, we know that we're in that parasympathetic state, which then supports our health long term. That's is the state that's going to support healing because we can't really support our healing if we're still stuck in that sympathetic state. Yes. So getting that switch back from paras- from sympathetic to parasympathetic is key. I'm wondering if you might share just one strategy that people might try to help regulate. Like say they're listening and they're noticing like you did. Oh, yeah, my abdominal muscles are tight. Oh, I'm shallow breathing. And Yeah, I'm probably in sympathetic state. One thing that they might try to just dial that down and step into that parasympathetic state more fully. Mm -hmm. That's a great question. Well, the simplest thing and the most easiest and cheapest is, is tuning into our breath, going back to breath work. You know, just when I was in that recognizing like everything was tight, I just started focusing on breathing and I was telling my body at the same time, like, relax. It's okay. We're safe. <laughs> cause the reason why we're tight and tense is cause like the body thinks we're not safe and you know, all these perceived threats and demands, you know, and needing to do everything on our to-do lists can be a perceived threat, you know, um, things that are happening with people around us. And so I remember just closing my eyes and 
taking deep breaths and just telling my body, relax, release. And that's another word, release, release, because sometimes we're holding on to things. And so just saying that and saying, it's okay, I'm safe, I'm okay, you know, can really bring that body back into that, that parasympathetic mm-hmm. state. The breath, so key. And, you know, when I pay attention to my breath, I find how many times a day I actually stop breathing. Yeah, I love uh, dancing. And so I I Mm. do dance lessons. I like Zouk and Kizama. And my dance instructor is constantly telling me, breathe, (laughs) (laughs) breathe, you're not breathing. And it's like, oh, I'm focusing on learning the new steps. And to me, that's like a very anxiety producing because I want to do it right, right? I want to do it perfectly. And and then I hold my breath and Mm -hmm. I make myself in this sympathetic nervous system state, which is not conducive for learning. So I'm really shooting myself in the foot. So yeah, I want to encourage everyone to breathe, take some deep breaths. I, I love this. Yeah, this quote you shared with me from Peter Crone, life will present you with people and circumstances to reveal where you're not free. And it just stuck out to me right there because everybody listening, maybe these are some places and things that you needed to hear where you could, it could reveal where you're not free. So can you talk a little bit about what this means and actually who Peter Crone is? I don't even know, but I love that quote. I love Peter Crone. He's known as the mind architect, if that doesn't say anything. (laughs) Yeah. He's so good about just like pulling out the constructs of our subconscious mind and helping people to see like the way they've been and how they can live their life. And I love this quote because on my journey, this quote, life will present you with people and circumstances to reveal where you're not free was an eye-opening quote to help me recognize my triggers. Every time I'm triggered, instead of blaming someone that you feel a certain way, it's like, wait, no, like, why do I feel triggered right now? Because I recognize my triggers was not because of something someone said or something did, but because of the limiting belief I had in that moment, I felt like I wasn't good enough, or I felt like I wasn't worthy, or I felt like I was doing something wrong. And then I could go back to something that happened in my childhood, you know, where there was something that happened then that, you know, because it's like these triggers are linked to our past experiences. And the more experiences we have, the more they get linked together that just validate these beliefs. <laughs> so yeah, I love that quote. And it's, it's a quote I use with my clients often to help them recognize, like, especially when they get triggered and something's bothering them, or if you're feeling resistance, it's like, okay, where are you not free right now? Like it has nothing to do with the other person because yeah, the other person may be reacting because they have stuff that, you know, is going on inside of them. It's just been a really, really powerful quote for me. It is super powerful. I'm going to have to look into Peter Crone. And it reminds me of this podcast I just came across yesterday called It's Not You, It's Your Trauma, (laughs) which I love that because, you know, I think part of getting your physical health straight is you've got to disassemble this stress response in yourself. And part of it is that you're getting triggered. We're getting triggered all over the place and trying to fight with the external world to be different so we can feel okay inside when the truth is that's not possible. The only person you can change is yourself and to disassemble the triggers, the trigger buttons that you have 
where you're not free and change yourself so that the external environment isn't stressful. That's really something I think sooner or later that we each have to to do if we are to get our cortisol under control. So here's where the hormone prescription comes in, y'all. You know, I tie everything to hormones. It's all about queen cortisol. And if we don't serve her and we don't give her what she needs, which is a safe, comfortable life where we're not reacting to everything and everyone, then we're just never going to achieve what's possible for us, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I completely agree. Personal experience right here. <laughs> right. Same for me. It's like I'm in the process of really disassembling these triggers. And it's yeah. the lessons are never ending. But I do love this quote you have from Shakespeare, too, that follows exactly to this. Nothing is ever good or bad, but thinking makes it so. Yeah. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yes, another really powerful quote that <laughs> yes. has helped me on my journey because I realized at the end of the day, everything is a perception. You know, everything that a thought we have is, is really based on our, our perceptions, whether we think something's good or we think something's bad, because what we think is good, what we think is bad, another person may think the opposite. And, you know, and that's okay. We all have our own thoughts and our beliefs and our perceptions. And we also have, you know, based on our perceptions, create these stories. And if we can recognize like these stories is what, you know, <laughs> puts us, sends us down this, this path of like, yeah, going down in, into a sympathetic state or being in a parasympathetic state, like it really all starts with our thoughts. And that's something that I, I talk a lot about my clients. And actually, first thing I have them do is like start tuning into their thoughts. What are their thoughts? What are they thinking about themselves? What are they thinking about their health? Because say I have someone who wants to lose weight and I'm like, okay, well, how much weight do you want to lose? And they're like, well, I want to lose this much weight. Well, why do you want to lose that much weight? Well, because blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, have you ever been at that weight? And they're like, yeah. And so I got curious. I'm like, well, when you were at that weight, how did you feel? And they're like, well, I was stressed out. (laughs) And I'm like, well, how do you feel now? Well, I'm stressed out trying to lose the weight. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, obviously when, when we're thinking about, you know, something like losing weight, like that, yeah, that feels very stressful. And so instead of focusing on losing the weight, what's a different thought? How about like, I want to just feel healthy. I want to feel vibrant. I want to feel energized. Like I want to feel strong. So what are the action steps you're going to take to do that versus like, oh, I want to lose weight. So now I got to eat a salad. Now I got to exercise. Like it's, it's a completely different energy. So for me, it's like, yeah, let's tune into our thoughts because yeah, whatever is happening in our life, it's not good or bad. So can we like start to neutralize the things? Because, you know, when we are triggered, it's because, yeah, we're, we're perceiving it as, as bad. <laughs> so can we take a step back? And, and yeah, going back to the, the other quotes, like recognizing, okay, where am I not free in this moment? And, and what are my thoughts around that? And can I start to shift? And, and my favorite tool when it comes to perception is, is doing a, a reframe you know, seeing things from a different perspective, because there's so many different lenses of perspective that we can look through. We're only looking through one, but if we can start to shift and see things from a different perspective, it really starts to shift how we feel energetically and physically as well. So well said. It's beautiful. And, you know, I could talk to you probably for hours, but we'll keep it short. Maybe we'll have you back. We'll talk more human design. 
But this other quote from Marianne Williamson that you shared, I love Marianne Williamson. If you're listening, you don't know Marianne, I definitely recommend looking into her because she has so much to teach about living in love versus fear. You know, her book, A Return to Love, is one of my favorites. And so the quote is, as we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. And I want to say that, you know, the first time I met you at JJ Virgin's, her Mindshare conference, so everybody listening, that's a conference that a lot of healthpreneurs go to, and she has her Mindshare collaborative where we support each other. I remember meeting you at the uh, Halloween party, and you and your husband had the most amazing costumes, but I felt so drawn to you and you know this idea of our presence automatically liberates others I felt that from you so can you talk a little bit about how this shows up in your life what this quote means to you and really your journey from liberating yourself from fear because it's fear that keeps us in that flight fight freeze fawn response so I'd love if you could share that before we wrap up yeah absolutely now this this quote is just a piece. I think it's the last piece of a bigger quote. So I highly encourage you're listening, go read the entire quote because it's just so powerful. And I love this quote so much. And my husband does too, that we, we, I like, I bought <laughs> a picture frame. So we have it in our home in the middle of our home so we can see it every single day. But this quote is so, is so powerful because it's true. I realized at the end of the day, the reason, yeah, why we are in a sympathetic state is because we're focused on fear. And that's really been just like the foundation, like all there is, is, is love or fear. And if we can recognize like every, every thought we have, every, you know, action we take, you know, every decision we make, every, everything that we do, is it around fear or is it around love? Because if it's around fear, it's obviously, yeah, going to put us in that sympathetic state. It's going to make us feel certain emotions. And then if we're in that state long enough, it's going to impact our health. So for me, yeah, recognizing like I was, yeah, definitely operating from that place of fear and shifting back into love has been so powerful for me. And that's why, yeah, I love Marianne Lewis. That's one of my favorite books as well, Return to Love. Dr. Joe Dispenza is another incredible human being who is on a mission in, in helping people just reconnect back to love. So if you guys haven't checked out his work, I highly recommend. He's got three incredible books. But yeah, this quote has been powerful for me because I realized like I needed to go through everything that I went through, you know, experiencing the anxiety, experiencing the migraines, experiencing almost losing my my soulmate <laughs> because of everything. I needed to experience the pain mentally, physically, emotionally. So I could learn the lessons that I needed to learn and be here to share, share everything I've learned on my journey you know, the, the insights, the tools to help people step out of the conditioning, step out of the fears, step out of the limitations, and step into who they really are. Because when you're living in embodiment of who you are, you are in your best health. You're, you're, you feel incredibly, you know, not just physically, but mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And when we're in that place, like it just makes life worth living. We have so much peace, so much freedom, fulfillment, you know, and, and that's my mission. That's my goal. I want women to have access to this. Like we all have the tools, the power within us, you know, to heal, to, to live our best life. We just, 
we haven't tapped into that yet. And that's my goal to help women to tap into that. So that's why this, this quote has been really, really powerful for me. And I, I appreciate your, your statement because that's my goal. I'm like, I want women to see me like being liberated. And so that allows them, gives them the permission to, to liberate themselves, which in fact is what my next book is going to be called is liberated. <laughs> yes. I love it. <laughs> Yes. So as you shine your light, you allow, uh, you give others the permission to do it. I'm so glad that you have done this work and had your, the journey that you've had. I know it wasn't easy, (laughs) you know, having followed somewhat of a similar path, it's really arduous, but I think that as projectors, it's what allows us to have the grit and the insight to actually help to guide others on their journeys successfully. So thank you for that. And thank you for all the wonderful resources that you have to share with everyone. If you want to tell them about your stress response quiz, we're going to have a link to that in the show notes. We're also going to have a link to your already enough course. Do you want to tell everybody what they will find with these resources? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find a lot of these resources on my website. It is currently yourradianthealth.com. But because of this journey, I'm transitioning from Radiant Health to Radiant by Design because, yeah, it's not just just functional medicine anymore. It's this nervous system regulation. I'm adding in the human design piece. Like we're healing different parts of ourselves or diving deep into the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual elements. And so, so yeah, it's, Radiant by Design right now, or excuse me, yourradianthealth.com, but eventually will be radiantbydesign.com. But yeah, you can access those resources there. You also, I have my my quiz and Already Enough is a podcast course, which I created because I recognize a lot of women are busy on the go. And so I just recorded all the insights, the tools, five to 10, 15 minute episodes to dive into subconscious mind, the nervous system, regulation, emotional regulation piece, and also the tools to help them move out of that stress response into that sympathetic or flow state is what I call it. Um, so they can start embodying, you know, being being already enough. And um, you can also find me on Instagram at the Kate Vasquez, and that's Vasquez with double Z's, V-A-Z-Q-U-E-Z. And um, I post a lot of content there. And also, if you have any questions or just you know, have anything to share, just, just send me a DM. I am, and I'm always on Instagram. I love chatting with, with my followers. So yeah, please, please reach out to me if you have any questions or are curious about anything, you know, I'm, I'm always there and always available. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kate Vasquez, for joining us today on the Hormone Prescription. Thank you so much for everything that you shared. It's been a beautiful episode. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. It's been awesome. And thank you for joining me for another episode of The Hormone Prescription with Dr. Kieran. I know for sure you heard some things today that are going to inspire you to take the next step, do something differently, and move towards the brilliant health that you deserve. I'll see you next week for another episode. Until then, peace, love, and hormones, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. I know that incredible vitality occurs for women over 40 when we learn to speak hormone and balance these vital regulators to create the health and the life that we deserve. 
If you're enjoying this podcast, I'd love it if you'd give me a review and subscribe. It really does help this podcast out so much. You can visit thehormoneprescription.com where we have some free gifts for you. And you can sign up to have a hormone evaluation with me on the podcast to gain clarity into your personal situation. Until next time, remember, take small steps each day to balance your hormones and watch the wonderful changes in your health that begin to unfold for you. Talk to you soon.